OTB GAA. Through when Mike retired, I became the heaviest player in the dressing room, so I was often on Paul Gadden's back before we games. <laughs> Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB GAA. Through when Mike retired, I became the heaviest player in the dressing room, so I was often on Paul Gadden's back before we games. <laughs> Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Karen, hard luck out there. Um, what a game. It was an unbelievable game. It really did have everything. How do you feel after that? Yeah, it's interesting to hear that, that people are saying that. I, I don't feel like that. I just feel devastated. You know, I feel, I feel gutted. Um, it was a bit like a, a sense of shock, you know, so we probably did an awful lot right, but we were confident coming into the game that we were we were going to get the job done. We were even more confident at half-time that we were following exactly how we planned the game to go, but we probably expected we could have been slightly further ahead. Um, so we knew that Kerry would come with everything the first 10 minutes of the second half, and so it was, and they pegged it back level, but we knew a purple patch would come then, and we looked at cutting them apart on every single attack. Um, and we were, we were in a brilliant position coming down into the last five minutes of normal time, but the things that we really emphasised were some of the things that hurt us then, our, our own kickers hurt us at that time, turnover ball hurt us, and not being clinical with uh, the scoreboard moving on uh, was something else. And, and in fairness to Kerry, the, the subs that they brought on, and the, 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 when they got their opportunities, they, they weren't found wanting. And maybe that's the experience that they have that, that we don't have. And was the plan to play that more attacking style today? Yeah, it was. It was. It, uh, the, look, we defended how we always defend, but we we threw the kitchen sink at it, and we we spent an awful lot of time on the training field since the Cork game on our attacking play. Uh, we, we we decided we were going to go for it. That came with the with the with the result that we, we left ourselves exposed at the back. But I thought our defenders did did brilliantly in that in that regard and quick counter attacks and long kickouts. So. I don't think anybody can say that, that Derry didn't go to win the game and, 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 and didn't go to, to, to come down here to, to, to be in an all earned final in, in, in two weeks' time. So, yeah, it's gotten, but oh, we expect it to win, so it's tough. I don't want to name people individually, but I suppose Shane McGuigan, Garrett McKinless, like some performances out there today. I thought those lads were, were, were awesome, but we, we had a lot of good performances right across the, the pitch. Like a, Chris had an unenviable task on on, 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 on on David Clifford and I thought pound for pound he, he did he did really really well because we didn't set up to just flood that area and just contain the score we went for the game and that left it open there we felt Chris did a job look at the job Conor McCluskey did on Potty Clifford like like Conor's one of the best like we see him at training all the time he's just unbelievable no matter no matter who you put him on thought Owen Lynch for 65 minutes we had slight problems in our kickers coming down the street but that wasn't all Owen's, Owen's fault you know players were tired and maybe the movement wasn't there I thought he was excellent as well well, Connor Doherty, like look at the look at the, the, the performance Brenton Rogers put in, Connor Glass and kickouts. You know, Paul Casty, I thought for the first 25 30 minutes was electric. Ethan Doherty ne- never stopped, you know. So, I'm really, really proud of them, really, really proud of the, all of them, you know. Yeah, you sound very proud. You've obviously enjoyed the journey very much so this year. Uh, it's been a it's been a been a tough 10 weeks, it's been it's been been traumatic in, in, in many ways and, cha- and and challenging. But the loyalty of the players and the loyalty of that backroom team t- to me has made a difficult job. Very, very doable and we just took it on our stride and as a result of that we were we were confident coming in the game we felt our training was had went really really well and we had a clean bill of health we lost a huge player to us in Potty McGrogan after seven or eight minutes and he was detailed on a very important marking job on Sean O'Shea so that was a huge loss and it dipped into our bench earlier than we would have wanted as well well thank you Karen. thanks for your time thank on you. here Jack uh, you said Monday that you weren't expecting a classic 
I'm delighted I was wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it wasn't, uh, wasn't, a, wasn't a great game for the heart, no. But I, I, I'd say as regards, you know, the way the crowd got into it there in the last quarter of an hour, it, it felt like it was a great, it was a great battle. And it was a great battle. I mean, the, you'd have to take your hats off to Derry. They played some football out there. And um, I just said to the boys at half-time that, you know, Derry had played most of the football in the first half. They were still, they were still only a score in it. And um, it was important that we hit the ground running at the start of the second half. I think that got us back in the game with a chance. But, you know, Derry, Derry, Derry kept coming. They didn't lie down. They were, they were, they were a serious team today. And, and um, on another day, they could easily have won that game. Jack, I suppose you, people always say they still have one of their to win games. Sometimes they have to show up. I think the players more than anything showed us with how they finished the last 10 minutes and how they changed on the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, any questions of a last of our fellas, you know, had we the battle for it, had we the heart for it. God, that's what that's what that game turned into in the end. You know, there was there was mistakes galore. I mean, out there in the middle of the field near the end, David David won a great turnover. Then we gave it straight back to the boys. Then we won it back again. You know that kind of thing. So there were huge mistakes, but by God, was there some honesty in that and some honesty by the players. Honesty of effort was was incredible. And um, as I said, hats off to Derry. They they put in some performance today. So it it, it really meant that we had to. Give give everything to to get over the line. Jack the Souls, Stephen Ryan in particular. I think you know. I mean, it's all a twenty man game at this stage, but I think the Kerry Souls really really carried you across that line. Stephen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um, Brian Begley even gave us great momentum coming out of defence. Um, so all the all the subs contributed. And Stephen kicked a great score with his left foot. I don't know why he threw the left. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that one to go over, but uh, it was a critical score at the time, and it just gave us it just gave us a, a bit of a foothold that allowed us to you know to, to to drop back a bit and play on the break for the last five minutes. Jack, from your thoughts on that, it was an 18 minute spell uh, where you went scores right up until the Shamrock Shade three. There seemed to be like great going frustration carried players on the pitch as well. What were your thoughts in that phase? Well, Derry are tough not to crack. I mean, they're not they're not easily they're not easily penetrated. They have they have they have that you know um, structured set defence. They have it fairly down down to a tee. So we had to be incredibly, incredibly patient. I thought, you know, we made plenty of mistakes in the game, no question about it, we made loads of mistakes. We forced it a bit at times. Uh, I remember a few, few balls were kicked in, they overshot the runway and went harmlessly wide. But I think that was coming from the fact that, 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 that Derry were a tough nut to crack, very tough. So hats off to Oflis, they found a way, they found a way, they made mistakes, they, 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 they kept at it, found a way. Jack, did they surprise you at all with their approach in the first half? They were, they were, they were more attacking than they had been, certainly in Ulster. Was that approach? Well, I was, I was, we were expecting that they'd, that they'd try to get goals, because I think that's a big part of their game plan is trying to get ahead of you and then play you on the break a bit. But um, they have a lot of, an awful lot of good footballers. I've been saying that. I've been saying that consistently for the last while. They have, a, they have a pile of, of, of good footballers, lads who get, get on any team in the country. So, I mean, standard football in Derry is high. You saw Dean getting to the All-Ireland Club final. You know, very unlucky not to win it. 
the minors who won the, the championship, that clubs are consistently competitive in Ulster. And um, they have some top class footballers and, and um, they, have a, they have a system, a, a defensive system that's, that's, that's extremely difficult to break down. So um, they were as good, if not better, than we expected, you know. And the, the bit, like the last five minutes, that, that press up on, uh, on the dead kick-out, he obviously had, had worked on that. Well, look, we had nothing to lose at half-time. We felt that we weren't going after the game in the first half. And, you know, we, we, we took a few chances in the second half. We kind of, there was no such thing as a sweeper. There was no such thing as extra men back. It was man-on-man. Man. We, and and, and we, we, we put pressure, a bit more pressure on Derry in the middle third of the pitch. And I think that was, that was key. Jack, I appreciate it. No. Just as a seven today, but just your no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I was keeping my head down and, and, and um, preparing for today. Um, look, um, we're in the final, and that's all I can say about it at the moment. At least we're there. We have, you know, we have a chance. Dublin obviously would be a, a different challenge the next day, but for today, today's performance was good enough. But we may need to tidy up a few things for the final. Jack, I know we almost expected a little bit different, but another exceptional performance. That was an incredible second half performance, like particularly in the second half. It was like he was um, that he was willing the team, you know, with his, the way he played in the second half. That he was willing the team to get over the line. It was, I thought it was an incredible second half performance. Um, and this is, you know, this is a man that's that's playing under pressure with all the expectation on him, double, triple marked. He still finds a way, so that's off to him. What a, what a, what a great performance. Jack, this was the two goalkeepers, the mock, down the spot, where obviously Shane made a massive save as well. I suppose it probably graphic illustration of how much the game has changed in terms of what the two of the mocks are the pitches and motions behind the goals. Yeah, um, yeah, I, the one thing I was glad, I, I think we got two or three blockdowns on, on their goalie, though, which was, was important. Like he was lining up. Um, and um, Shane's score there when he came out was, 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 uh, and drove up the field was inspirational and we needed, we needed all that. We needed leaders today and, and thankfully we had enough of them to, to get the result. Jack, you made a distinction there about David's second half performance as compared to his first half. What did you say in the second half? I, look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he was poor in the first half. No, I, not, nothing, not, yeah. nothing but that because he scored freely yeah, and he, yeah, you know, he was giving fierce trouble to, to, um, to our man Chrissy. But it was just the fact that he spent, like, he came out the field in the last quarter of an hour and he was back in his own full back line and he was just doing things that I've never seen him doing before, you know, absolutely winning ball inside his own square, stuff like that. It was almost like he said, whatever happens, we're not, we, we're not going to be beaten today. So that's what he was referring to, you know. And that's him. Not saying, I'm not saying he was slack in the first half no, or anything. I don't know that I wasn't Absolutely, Jesus. Because you can't get a, you can't get a word in in out there anyway. It's just it's just a desperate situation. You're trying to get messages in. You're wasting your time, and then you have linesmen yahooing at you if you put a toe over the line. You know, it's, it's something that has to be tidied up long term, lads. Because that it can't go on. I mean, Jesus, you should be able to get a message onto the field. I mean, Christ, you're helpless. You know, if you're trying to make a switch, even you know, it's very very difficult. And then you have to try to think of 
other clandestine plans to get messages in, you know. So I think the GA should tidy that up. Have a certain amount of, inc of, of, of incursions on the field per half. Three, two or three per half. Surely to God they can allow that, you know. It's not fair, I mean, with the effort that's been put in nowadays. You're in front of that crowd. You can't hear somebody from here to the door. We should be able to, coaches should be able to get messages in. And I know it was abused in the past, but allow three per half, three to four per half. After that, then, you know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be any stain on the game. Jack, when I was uh, Graham Sullivan and Paul White when Tony Brosnan hit the post, were you worried then? I was worried until McQuillan blew the whistle. <laughs> so I was worried, I was worried uh, at plenty of stages during that game. Jesus, there was times then we went down the field near the end and all we needed to do was kill the ball and you felt that the referee might blow. And we were knocked, there was, there was a ball knocked into the goalie, there was another one that, that someone tried to pass across and it was intercepted and you said, Jesus, wouldn't you just, just, just kick it wide? Like, you know, at least then you could regroup because the last thing you want to do with Derry is give him a counter-attack score, you know? So, yeah, I was worried plenty of times, yeah. Jack, what message would you want to get along five minutes to go and I think it's still a point behind? What would you want to send your players? Uh, five, were, were we down with five minutes to go? Were we? Jesus. I'd have to look back at it because we're so intense that it's hard to know. Well, we, well, well. Minutes, yeah, okay, well, 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 with the amount of time he played this, well, there was 12 minutes to go. But um, it was put heat on the kick out. We had to put heat on his kick out. We had to, we had to win a couple of his kick outs. That was the only way we were going to get momentum. Because if Derry got it off shot, you won't see that ball again for three, four minutes. So that's what, that's what we were trying to do. Get them, contest, the, the, make it a contest. I remember that one that went out high over the midfield and Ty Marley won it. I, I felt at that stage we were starting to tie, we were starting to turn. And hats off to Jason McGahan and after Fitzgerald for, I thought we finished the game stronger, you know. Jack, was that the biggest challenge of the in terms of their, their, their kick off and the fact that Lynch Inevitably, in the with the ball and brought it out. Inevitably, he was the, he was the extra man right through, right through for most of that game. Was that was that the hardest thing to, to try and? Well, it was, and 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 um, the key then is get the balance between putting a bit of heat on him and backing off him because if you put heat on him too early, he tipped it over your head and have an extra man gone up the field and you're out of the game. So just getting that balance right. We wanted to put a bit of pressure on him, but not. Not in a situation where he could just slip it and draw a man and slip it, you know. So, yeah, it's it's a pretty effective tactic for him. But I'm glad that we got a few a few blockdowns on him there in the second half uh, when 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 it looked like he was pulling the trigger again, you know. Jack, how much I'm not too sure now, Frank, but uh, you know, I haven't reflected on it or I haven't seen the track, obviously, but we made a lot of mistakes. We made plenty of mistakes. Um, I feel the game will bring us on. It was a very intense game, really intense game. I feel that the fact that we used, uh, that our panel contributed will help, will help us, will help training and will we'll, we'll put us back on training the next couple of weeks. But I do feel we need to improve. I mean, it's very obvious that that Dublin team have been gearing up for two weeks time from well back. They brought back the cavalry. That even brought back Pat Gilroy. So um, they didn't bring the Oslo back for the crack, you know. Just what the clean start. 
Ah, yeah, he's, he's, he's physically fit, but he'd only about three football sessions done after eight weeks, so he just wasn't match fit or whatever fit you, you want to call it. So, you know, he'll get three or four more sessions in your football. Gaelic football on Off the Ball. With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.